Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Slow from Old Georgetown Road, most of the way off and on through Landover. And northbound 270 slowest from about uh, just after Route 28, most of the way up into Clarksburg now. In Virginia, Interloop slows down from about uh, 123, and then it's quite slow all the way to 270. Outer Loop from just after Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge, 395 and 95, with volume delays here and there. No incidents reported along the way. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Forecast, Steve Rudin. Cloudy skies with a few showers moving through the evening as temperatures rise through the 40s into the 50s. Showers become more widespread overnight with patchy fog early tomorrow morning. Wake-up temperatures in the 50s. Areas of moderate rain tomorrow morning and afternoon. High temperatures upper 50s to middle to upper 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 and foggy bottom 46 right now in Hyattsville, 47 in Northwest D.C. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. New tonight. A Montgomery County principal accused of sexual harassment is no longer an employee. The latest on turmoil in the school system. I'm Kate Ryan. What Montgomery County leaders are saying about how the school district handles accusations against employees. I'm Scott Gelman. Also developing the bill to build a casino in Tyson's clears a hurdle. Preparing for an AFC championship game in Baltimore. We're putting kegs where kegs usually don't go. I'm Mike Marillo. It's six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. The United Auto Workers have endorsed President Biden. In front of a room full of workers donning red shirts, UAW President Sean Fain said the election is about... Who will stand up with us and who will stand in our way? And through the UAW's endorsement towards President Biden. So if our endorsements must be earned... Joe Biden has earned it. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, the White House. First Lady Jill Biden has invited Kate Cox to the president's State of the Union address in March. Cox is the woman who was denied an emergency abortion in Texas last year, despite a severe genetic condition that would kill her baby and could kill her. Mr. Biden's been campaigning to protect reproductive rights. On the Republican side, Nikki Haley's focusing on her home state of South Carolina to give her a much-needed boost following a second-place finish in New Hampshire. But CBS's Robert Costa tells us there's growing pressure for her to drop out. Look for a barrage of attacks on the airwaves, on social media, from former President Donald Trump and from many members of the Republican Party. They are going to start coming out with more endorsements in the coming days, pressuring Haley to get out of the race and say it's time to coalesce around Trump. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun met with senators on Capitol Hill today as the company's plane problems continue. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. If you're Boeing, you're going to have to tell me why, if your suppliers can't be trusted to tighten bolts on a door panel, why you can be trusted to do anything else right on an airplane. Its most recent incident involves a nose wheel falling off off the jet, taking off in Atlanta. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russia is playing with the lives of Ukrainian prisoners after Moscow accused Kyiv of downing a military plane today, killing 74 people near its border. He's calling for an international investigation. 
A judge still has to approve it, but Washington State's Attorney General announced a $150 million settlement today with drug maker Johnson & Johnson. It comes more than four years after the state sued the company over its role in the opioid crisis. Overdose deaths are rising there. More than 2,000 people died in 2022. And John Stewart will be back behind the desk at The Daily Show soon, eight years after leaving the show. Comedy Central made the surprise announcement, saying he'll host every Monday through this year's presidential election cycle and work as the show's executive producer. His first day back is February 12th. Daily Show correspondents will then take turns hosting other nights. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 6.03 on WTOP on this Wednesday evening, January 24th, 2024. 50 degrees in D.C. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour is new. It's all about the controversy surrounding Montgomery County Public Schools. That's where a principal was promoted despite allegations of sexual harassment and bullying. And tonight, WTOP has learned that principal is no longer an employee of the county school system. Well, even as we absorb that news, there's a new report from the county's inspector general that finds longstanding flaws in how county schools handle complaints of employee misconduct. And as WTOP has been reporting, Superintendent Monifa McKnight is still fighting off an effort by the school board to kick her out. WTOP's Kate Ryan kicks off our team coverage. Joel Beidelman, former Farquhar Middle School principal, was the subject of a number of complaints about sexual harassment. Now, a Montgomery County School spokesperson says Beidelman, who had been on leave without pay since December, is no longer an employee. Now, the news comes after the release of an inspector general's report showing numerous flaws with the school system's handling of employee misconduct. The superintendent, Monifa McKnight, said she accepted the IG's findings and that she would work with the school board on needed changes. Hours after the release of the report, the Board of Education put out a statement saying it had already taken personnel actions and that it will hold those responsible for systemic failures to account. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. I'm Scott Gelman. Montgomery County leaders are speaking out after a new report highlights how the school district handles accusations of employee misconduct. Two council committees are scheduling a hearing on February 8th to talk about some of the report's findings. The school board and the superintendent respond to questions about what has changed, what hasn't, what what's in process, what some of the failures were. Council member Will Jawando tells WTOP he found some of the findings surprising. I was frankly shocked to see how how bad it was. Meanwhile, council members Evan Glass and Don Lutke are calling on the school board to take decisive action. In a statement, they say the, quote, culture of noncompliance is unacceptable and deprives students and teachers of a safe learning and working environment. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 6.05 in other news this afternoon and this evening. An update on the effort to build a casino in Tyson's. The measure has cleared a hurdle in Virginia State Senate. The bill would let Fairfax County hold a referendum on placing a casino, convention center, and concert hall in Tyson's. The casino would be in the heart of some of the wealthiest suburbs. The favorable vote from the Senate General Laws Committee comes even as civic groups and homeowners associations in the neighborhoods around the proposed casino say they are strongly against it. The legislation now goes to another Senate committee for review. Now, it still needs to pass the full Senate as well as the House of Delegates before going to Governor Glenn Youngkin's desk. 
There's been a deadly shooting involving D.C. police near North Capitol Street and New York Avenue in Northeast. WTOP's Nick Ionelli was at the scene. He says it all started with a man experiencing a mental health crisis. Officers encountered the individual, and for nearly two hours, they engaged in crisis intervention conversation with him. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says the man was going to be taken to a hospital, but in the ambulance? The subject assaulted the paramedic that was inside the back of the vehicle and then lunges out of the vehicle and then runs into the street. Smith says the man hit under a truck and then emerged with a metallic object in his hand, prompting an officer to shoot him, and he did not survive. One of the many questions still unanswered now. What exactly was the object? As we continue to go through the investigation, we'll determine what that object was. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you find yourself driving in bus lanes in D.C., the warning period for violators ends next week. DDOT says the second phase of the Clear Lanes program will start in five days. Drivers who are in the red-painted bus lanes could be fined $100. DDOT also says parking or stopping in the lane could actually result in the same fine. Cameras on Metro buses are going to take photos of the violators and give them a ticket. The district says the Clear Lanes program is designed to improve bus travel times and help with safety in bus lanes. All right, 6.07. The Baltimore Ravens take on the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday in the AFC Championship game. It starts at 3 o'clock, and I think you can... <laughs> Know something about that. Yeah. Hey, well, restaurants and bars in Baltimore are getting ready for the crowds that are expected to move into the city for it all. WTOP's Mike Marillo is exploring. Give it a stir. That's a Baltimore Ravens crush being made at Watershed, a restaurant not far from M&T Bank Stadium. Lots of those will be going out this weekend. Alan Schmidt with the restaurant says they're getting lots of extra deliveries, too, to prepare. We are putting anything anywhere. We are putting kegs where kegs usually don't go. He says this game. It's just great for the city of Baltimore. Um, for the local bars and businesses and restaurants, anybody that really has a TV. At Mother's Federal Hill Grill, Jessica Fly says they expect to triple their business, but business aside. The Ravens are going to win. Taylor Swift's going to go home sad, so. <laughs> in Baltimore, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Wow. <laughs> Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A tiny restaurant with a Michelin star tops Washingtonian's best list. I'm Jeff Clayball. 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler into the WTOP Traffic Center. Up on New York Avenue was hung up badly. There was a crash at the intersection of Florida Avenue in front of ATF. You get by by squeezing to the left as you approach the railroad bridge just before you get to the intersection of Florida. Inbound, the travel lanes are open. Lots of slow traffic on the Beltway, but it's getting a little better out there. Outer Loop, that slows at River now heading into Virginia. Inner Loop 123 up to 270, still pretty slow. And uh, it is also quite slow on uh, the Outer Loop Beltway, but down from Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge. 395, a uh, couple of slow spots here and there getting the landmark. 95 does slow down. A couple of stretches getting over the Occoquan to 123, but it really isn't that bad at all. Mostly in Springfield and then Route 1 over the Occoquan. 66, heaviest from the Beltway getting out to 123 and again through Centerville. And in Maryland, Interloop Beltway from Old Georgetown Road, heavy and slow off and on uh, toward Landover. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing okay. 270 north. Uh, that slows mainly after Route 28 off and on through Montgomery Village. And after that, the pace is good. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, 
or the Toyota BZ4X at fitzmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Check of our forecast. Seven News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Cloudy skies, a few stray showers moving through the remainder of the evening as temperatures rebound through the 50s. We'll wake up tomorrow morning with scattered showers becoming more widespread. Moderate to heavier rain expected during the mid-morning hours through early afternoon. Temperatures will be in the middle to upper 50s to lower to middle 60s. A bit of a lull in the action, then the wet weather returns late tomorrow night into early Friday. Highs on Friday around 70 degrees, cooler and unsettled for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, interesting temperatures this evening. Further to the north, we're in the mid-40s. But as you get past uh, the I-95 corridor, past uh, Fredericksburg, you're starting to hit the 60s. In between, we're at 45 in Gaithersburg, 48 in Arlington, Lanham 47. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Clayball. More newspaper job cuts. The L.A. Times is laying off 20% of its newsroom staff. It includes cuts in its Washington Bureau. Home buyers are still looking. Applications for a mortgage rose again last week. Not much, up 8%. Refinancing still accounts for about a third of all mortgage applications. A tiny restaurant in D.C.'s Shaw neighborhood Tops Washingtonians' 2024 list of best restaurants. Causa, with a Peruvian tasting menu, is number one. Last fall, it earned a Michelin star. Causa's chef was also a James Beard finalist. Causa's dining room seats just 20 people. The Dow finished today down 99 points. The S&P 500 up four, but that was enough for another record. The Nasdaq up 56 points. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. Book at Amtrak.com. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Coming up on WTOP, Boeing CEO answers questions on Capitol Hill about a number of incidents involving Boeing planes. WTOP's Mitchell Miller joins us in a few. 612. Hey, Washington, D.C. Are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. $180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. What if AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at ibm.com federal. IBM. Let's create. 
Later this hour, another part of Northern Virginia up in arms over the potential construction of a massive data center. Keep it here on WTOP. Hello, I'm Abigail Spanberger, and I am proud to serve Virginia's 7th District in Congress. Here's something you might not know. If you or a loved one are having an issue with a federal agency like the IRS, the VA, or Social Security, my office can help. Serving Virginians, including our veterans, seniors, and federal employees, is my job. So if we can help, go to spanberger.house.gov. That's spanberger.house.gov. Paid for by the funds authorized by the House of Representatives for the 7th District of Virginia. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. Your shingles protect your home, but all shingles are not the same. Choose Long Roofing for expert installation, easy financing, the best warranty in the business, and the most superior shingles. We do roof replacement the right way, the long way. Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longroofing.com to get your free estimate today. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. The CEO of Boeing was on Capitol Hill today to talk about safety concerns with lawmakers after a panel blew out in midair on an Alaska Airlines flight a few days back. David Calhoun spoke briefly with reporters after one of his meetings. We're going to make sure that we convey our message and all the work that we're doing in our faith and our people and our airplanes. WTOP's Mitchell Miller joined us earlier from Capitol Hill with more about how Virginia Democratic Senator Mark Warner is reacting. He has had concerns about Boeing going back to issues with early Earlier versions of the 737 MAX related to changes dealing with subcontractors and efforts to save money. But he says David Calhoun is part of a new leadership team and they should have a chance to show how they're dealing with the latest safety issue. So far, I've seen a higher level of transparency, a greater willingness to work with the NTSB, a willingness to ground the fleet. Now, Warner says he wants to reserve judgment until the NTSB weighs in, but he and other lawmakers clearly want to make sure that Boeing and regulators are doing everything they can to make sure that your plane is safe when you get on board. Mitch, the 737 MAX 9s are still on the ground after that panel blowout earlier this month. Is that expected to continue? And then what else can we expect from Congress on this front? Right. Well, and the FAA has said that the plane, which is flown by United and Alaska Airlines, will remain grounded as long as it takes to carry out inspections. In other words, indefinitely. There are also inspections, by the way, being carried out on earlier models that have a panel similar to the one that went out on the Alaska Airlines plane. The investigation into why the panel blew out is ongoing, of course. And then lawmakers with oversight of the airlines, including Washington State, Senator Maria Cantwell have indicated they will likely hold hearings related to airline safety as these issues move forward. Uh, Mitch, tomorrow Boeing plans to hold what they're calling a safety stand-down day. What does that entail? Right. Boeing workers at their factory outside of Seattle are going to spend tomorrow focusing on quality assurance and take part in various work sessions involving teams who work in production and delivery of the aircraft, basically anybody whose hands touches the aircraft. And this comes as the plane manufacturer tries to reassure the public about its safety standards and also to send a message to the airlines. A lot of money, as you know, is at stake. United Airlines has 
has said it may reconsider uh, whether to continue with Boeing for its next plane order. Also, a lawsuit is now underway against Boeing and Alaska Airlines, filed by several passengers who said they feared for their lives when that panel flew off. Certainly a scary, scary situation. That's WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you. WTOP. A Montgomery County public school principal accused of harassment and bullying is now out. A man is shot and killed by D.C. police after a crisis intervention call. Authorities say the man assaulted a paramedic and an officer. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8s and Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. El Bellway on the Interloop delay starts just after Route 7. There is a broken down tractor trailer with another truck with it on the Interloop after the American Legion Bridge and after Carter Rock, and it blocks the left lane. Both trucks are actually blocking the left lane there. I believe the other one stopped to try to help. But in any event, that left lane is blocked. After that, it's uh, moving a lot better, getting up to 270. Outer loop quite heavy from River Road uh, over the American Legion Bridge where the pace picks up. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as well as 270. Still some volume delays. Heaviest on 270 after Route 28 and up past Watkins Mill. Inner loop through Bethesda, Silver Spring, and around off and on toward Landover quite slow. Outer loop slows down a bit, getting up at a green belt as well. And uh, traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge is running without delay. In northeast D.C., outbound on New York Avenue, hung up badly by the crash at Florida Avenue, squeezing by to the left, outbound in New York Avenue. Inbound, the travel lanes are open. And in Virginia, outer loop slows at Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge. And 95 doing all right, headed south. 395 as well. And 66, just some brief volume delays. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high, high school sports. Info available at positivecoach.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a check of our forecast now from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Cloudy skies and a few stray showers moving through the evening along with a bit of patchy fog. Temperatures rise through the 40s into the 50s. Overnight, wet weather becomes more widespread, especially after midnight. Temperatures tomorrow morning will be in the 50s. We're not going to stay there very long, even though we'll see pockets of moderate rain during the morning and afternoon. Highs range from the upper 50s to middle to upper 60s. We dry things out on Friday with high temperatures approaching 70 degrees, cooler on unsettled for the upcoming weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. How's this for temperature range? Mount Airy on the I-70 corridor, 40 degrees. Mm. If you're going to Richmond, just outside of Richmond, 64. Oh, wow. So we're everything in between. <laughs> We've got uh, 43 out of Manassas. We're at 57 in La Plata. We've got 47 in Bethesda here on WTOP. And still ahead on WTOP. The sentence a Capitol Heights man got for murdering a transgender woman. I'm John Doman. 620. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel scotch. Driving automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com.
Right now at 7-Eleven, get your seventh cup of coffee free with the 7-Eleven app. Get it hot or iced, any size, any style, any time. That's right, we're talking to you, cafe connoisseurs. Bean buffs, java junkies, caffeine fiends, hazelnuts, drip sippers, and beverage baddies. 7-Eleven is the best place to get your caffeine fix because you'll get your seventh cup free with the 7-Eleven app. Valid through 1231-24. Participating U.S. stores must use the app to earn punches and redeem free cups. See app for full terms. Hey, it's Brett from Bull Oak. Valentine's Day is coming up, and we don't want ED to let you down. Today, Wednesday, January 24th, we have a special to help you create the perfect moment for you and your partner with our acoustic wave therapy. Our Bull Oak treatment is backed by over 50 clinical studies, including research from Cambridge University. It revitalizes blood flow by repairing blood vessels, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to end your ED struggles this year, call us today, Wednesday, January 24th. Not only will you get a free assessment and blood flow ultrasound, we're also throwing in your first treatment free on us. This is an $800 value, and it's yours free if you call in the next two minutes. Guys, get ready for Valentine's Day and put ED in the past. Stop wasting your time with pills and frustration. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Call Bull Oak to qualify. 703-337-1919. This is WTOP News. 622. Our relationship went south. So did the chase for the suspect. But in the end, it's decades behind bars for a man who murdered a transgender woman. It's a nearly 50-year prison sentence for 29-year-old D. Allen Price, a Capitol Heights man who murdered 20-year-old Taya Ashton back in 2021. Her body was found inside of her Suitland apartment in July of that year. And after a day on the run, police arrested Price inside of a metro rail tunnel in Arlington. They had an intimate relationship with one another. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy and Assistant State's Attorney Sherry Waldrop say Price admitted the night of the killing was when he found out that Ashton wasn't born a woman. And that in response to that, he reacted and shot her. John Dome in WTOP News. You will not be able to use four red line stations on Metro this weekend. The recent construction on the Purple Line light rail system The Silver Spring, Forest Glen, Wheaton, and Glenmont stations will all be shut down Saturday and Sunday. Free shuttle buses will replace the trains between Tacoma and Glenmont. While the Purple Line is being built by Maryland, it is not part of the metro system. The closeness of the future light rail line to Metro's red line is forcing the station closures this coming weekend. Now, outside of the construction area... Red line trains are expected to operate normally. 623, we've been telling you a lot about the controversy around building a massive data center in Prince William County. Well, now there is a lot of resistance to another massive data center in Fairfax County where plans are moving forward. WTOP's Luke Lugert hears from residents about that planned project. And they are squeezing us out as homeowners. That's Cynthia Shang responding to our partner at 7 News after the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors rezoned 12 acres to allow for the 110-foot data center. It came after three hours of public comment and discussion. We're becoming an island surrounded by industrialization. Shang lives nearby in Pleasant Valley. The new data center would be half a mile from the neighborhood. She's raising concerns about lifting the 75-foot height limit for the project. The height, of course, drives everything because the height drives the noise. It drives the number of generators. A representative for the project claims the sound will be similar to a quiet dishwasher. Luke Luger, WTOP News. 
Sports at 25 and 55. Rob Woodfork with us tonight. You bring in all kinds of good news and great tidings. What do you have for us? Oh, thank you. The uh, AFC, this is especially for Ann, the AFC championship game in Baltimore. Quite the battle this weekend. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens hosting Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in a game that really should just be the Super Bowl. Jackson is 1-3 and three against Mahomes, so no surprise, he said today. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, it's a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of 